Hi, I'm Dina Farrell, and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement, whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you. This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart. And it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. Do your goals ever suffer from mood mayhem? And what I mean by that is, do you know how to keep your emotions from dictating your decisions and essentially hijacking or stealing your focus? And what is mood mayhem? Well, you'll know if you're suffering from mood mayhem, if you find yourself um, telling people that, you know, you're in this just weird funk and one that maybe you just can't quite your put your finger on, but it has you thinking things like, um, yeah, man, I'm ready to rock this plan and just get after it. You know, like this goal, better watch what's coming for it. And the very next minute you're sitting there questioning yourself thinking, why am I even bothering? Have you ever been there? wanting to do it all on one hand and all hyped and ready to go, but then think, nah, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Well, that my friend is the beginning of setting yourself up for some mood mayhem. And mood mayhem is essentially when you allow your emotions to dictate your decisions instead of your choices. And maybe you recognize this as, you know, things that you do too. For me, here's when I know I need to take notice and beware of this mood mayhem starting to creep up. I'll catch myself, um, you know, having thoughts like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I just get this or do this or, you know, be this, whatever your this is to the next thing would be like, oh, wait, this is a distraction. Ha, nice try. Hashtag have a seat, Satan. I'm on to you. Or maybe it's how much longer is this project, goal, achievement, whatever your fill in the blank is here. How long is this going to take? And you start getting inside your head. You start letting that spiral of, you know, well, what if this happens? And well, what if that doesn't come through? And what if, you know, that whole what if, I like to call it, you know, your what ifs instead of even ifs. Your what ifs are all of the unknowns and, you know, your uh, procrastination tactics and your planning and perfection and your even if is when you know that you're focused even if 
I don't get it right this time. Even if a distraction comes my way, I know how to get back on track. You see, recognizing that you're about to be led by your emotions, aka your mood, over actively making choices is an important step into pre in preventing mood mayhem. And I'm going to give you three of the top mood mayhem busters, if you will, how to prevent these things. But first, I want to make sure that you know and you understand that if you ignore this difference between emotions and choices, it's going to mess with your mindset. It's going to disrupt your focus and most definitely cause mood mayhem. All right. So mood mayhem is, is cute and it's um, a fun play on words. And I'm going to give you tips to, um, you know, combat and even prevent mood mayhem. But really at its core, this is about not allowing your emotions to override your choices. So as someone who has worked from home since well before the events of 2020, I've been down this road before, dealing with messed mindset, disrupted routines, and mood mayhems. A lot of these self-inflicted, by the way. Some of the known mood mayhems that have been known to jack up my mindset and routine are things like this. Tell me if you have ever um, said this to yourself or you find yourself in this boat sometimes too. Okay. Things like, well, I didn't really do anything yesterday, so I could probably skip the shower today. Or I love working from home and not having to get dressed every day. So what? It's sweatpants again. And a little side note about that. If you choose to wear the sweatpants every day, I promise you when the day comes that you have to put on real clothes, sweatpants might be your only option. Those pants might be a little snug. <laughs> Another thing that I will catch myself telling me is I'm not really sure what to do next. So I think I'll go get a snack, maybe another cup of tea, maybe, oh yeah, I need to text that friend and see how she's doing. Procrastination, anyone? Or um, even further than that, you know, business people, we tend to have this love-hate relationship with social media, right? And we'll be like, I am so sick of the nonsense on social media. I'm out. When we know that consistent, consistency is key in social media, right? And maybe I too often find myself like, you know, hey, I'm definitely not as good as her. So forget it. Uh, just why bother, right? These are the things that um, are my known mood mayhems that wreak havoc on my mindset my routine, and my goals. Maybe those sound familiar to you too, right? Oh, the joys and the perks of working from home. Maybe you're saying similar things to yourself 
or something along those lines on a regular basis. But the real question is, who are you trying to convince that these are perks, benefits, or even the truth? You or someone else? I can be very convincing to myself and others about, you know, justifying, let's say, my mood mayhem. And listen, that list of examples that I gave you is just the beginning of a potentially downward spiral of defeating your focus. And I have a whole series and I can link that in the show notes about, um, you know, what steals your focus. And there's a blog series and um, podcast to go along with that. But um, losing your focus ultimately affects your impact for who you were meant to show up for and why. I mean, as business owners, yeah, we want the flexibility. Yes, we want the freedom to choose, you know, what we do, how we do it and all that. But that also takes discipline. And a lot of times it can be very hard to get your emotions and your feelings out of the way and make wise choices to do what you need to do, create good habits and be disciplined and have that self-control. Listen, there's no judgment here. I'm just trying to provide a friendly warning from someone who's been there and learned lessons and the clues that can lead to mood mayhem. So to help combat this mood mayhem, I've come up with some things to help you bust these those moods that can lead to mayhem. Put them in their toolbox when you find yourself slipping into less than focus or productive work time. And like I said, I'm calling these, um, you know, the top three mood mayhem busters, let's say. And think of these as good habit triggers or <clears throat> even mood mayhem resets, if you will. The key here is when you start to see your emotions running the show more than your choices, it's a good indicator that you need to bust up some of the mood mayhem that's happening. So mood mayhem buster number one, define your best you. Now, while we're all aware that we may not be the best in our perspective fields, but that's not permission to opt out of being your best. See, your life is a reflection of your standards. If you accept the minimum, expect the minimum. But conversely, expect excellence and you'll find yourself accepting it as your standard. I think it was John Maxwell who said something like, um, excellence should be your minimum standard. So what are your expectations of you? We put a lot of expectations on other things and other people, um, products and, you know, things that we use and um, <clears throat> people that we go to or, you know, for advice or whatever it is. We have these expectations of other people. When was the last time you sat down and evaluated expectations for you? So define your best you. When are you at your best? Who pushes you to be your best? What makes you feel your best? 
And yes, feelings follow choice, but you can predetermine what that is based on your experience. Um, you know, don't allow your feelings to dictate your choices. You know, your choices will dictate how you feel. Um, <clears throat> for example, love this jacket. I haven't worn it in a long time. I feel very, um, I don't know. I don't know what I feel, but I like this jacket. It, it helps me um, with confidence or something along those veins. So choosing to wear this jacket for this video kind of gives me this sense of confidence. So the choice to wear this jacket gave me feelings of confidence. So I hope I gave a good example of that. But um, another thing would be identifying your own personal core values would be a great start in helping define your best you. Um, there's so much more to this. And this is something that I work one-on-one uh, -on -one with clients and it is kind of my little soapbox. You know, your core values become your North Star and will guide you back to who and where you were meant to be. Um, it, it's, it literally becomes your decision filters. Um, and if you're not sure who you are beyond your titles, labels, and your past histories, um, you need to start with your core values. And maybe you're thinking, I don't even know where to start with my core values. Okay, start by making a list of who you're not and characteristics that are not acceptable to you. Sometimes when we struggle to define what we want, it can be easier to identify what we don't. So at the very least, start there. I don't want to be this type of person. I don't want to be known as this. I don't want um, to end up here. Start with those and then work backwards. Well, what's it going to take? And if you still need help with that, um, schedule a call. Let's map something out together and you know work through that so that's number one to um the number not the number one but one of the top um busters for mood mayhem the second would be discover your best practices so defining what it means to be your best and what that actually looks like in your day-to-day -day, it can kind of be two different animals You'll have to take time to pay attention, experiment, and practice what works. Not only what works, but what works best for you. See, there are so many gurus and experts out there that are going to tell you the best methods to X, Y, Z. And yes, there are some things that are very, um, I don't know, black and white. You know, if you want this result, these are the definitive steps to do it. Okay, fine. But then there's also some gray areas. What might work excellently for someone else may not be so much for you. You know, if you're following someone and they swear by, you know, getting up at three o'clock in the morning and, you know, doing a specific set of routine, 
that may not work for you. The steps may, but maybe not getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Maybe your ideal peak time is at 10 o'clock at night, but you're not going to know that if you don't pay attention, experiment and practice, right? So, you know, going back to one of my um, indicators that I'm on my way to mood mayhem, you know, hey, I didn't do anything yesterday, so I'm going to skip that shower. You know, let's be honest. We know that when we're skipping the shower because we're slipping into a pity party of some sort, or if it's just because we chose to give ourselves grace that day, you've got to know the difference. And listen, like I said about sweats, I love my sweats. I really do. But, but when they become your everyday wear, it'll become your only option of what you can wear. And that can get you into a mood that is not so happy. Listen, it's okay to give yourself a free pass, grace, every now and again. But make sure it's a conscious decision and not a feeling that you succumb to. There's a difference between giving yourself grace and wallowing in your feelings. Okay. And listen, you bet I have the occasional frumpy Fridays and sweat Saturdays or PJ Tuesday. And hey, for all you know, I could be wearing sweatpants underneath my power jacket, right? <laughs> but, you know, you have to know what works for you. And it's important to discover what drives you internally because that's what's going to motivate you externally. And I say this all the time and I'm going to say it again. Motivation is an outward expression of an internal inspiration. Meaning nobody can motivate you to do something. They can inspire you and spark something internally in you that is going to result in you being motivated enough to do something. Can you tell I'm a little passionate about that? It's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. So you have to know what drives you internally because that's what's going to motivate you externally. Okay, that's what I have to say about that. So whether your best practices include look good, feel good, or a routine pep talk to yourself, I mean, what you tell yourself on the inside is what's going to come out on the outside. Remember that too. Or it's as simple as your favorite candle burning while you work. Feelings follow choice. So make choices based on your defined standards. That was the our first mood mayhem buster is define your best you. So make choices based on your defined standards and core values. Then discover ways to put them into practice consistently. So one is define your best you. Two, discover your best practices. And three, the third top mood mayhem buster would be determined to take control. 
Now, there's a fine line between taking control and being a control freak. And I've written about this before, and I'll leave a link in the show show notes. Um, I have a blog post, Old Faith is Not Enough to um, Deliver You from New Problems. But no one can tell you what your dream is or what success looks like to you. One has been assigned to you your dream. I believe that your dream is God-given. And the other success is defined by your focus and your goals. So no matter how out of control things may seem or even be around us, we get to choose where to prioritize our focus. And truth be told, focus is the only way to a goal. That's it, period. So determining to take control of your life is the first decision you need to make. Because once you do that, you'll have clarity on what it is you stand for, what you'll fight for, and what it is that will matter to you in the end. And that (laughs) goes back to your core values. These all are intertwined and work together to help you not only be the best you, not only help you discover the best practices, but also determine what belongs in your day-to-day and what doesn't. So, and, and if you don't determine to take control of your life, And the decisions that you need to make, someone else is going to be glad to come along and do it for you. Tell you what you should think. Tell you what you should stand for. Tell you what you should fight for. Tell you what should matter in the end. Listen, not only is that not as much fun, but it's not what you were made for. And it's not where you belong. Determine the places and spaces that support you being the best you. Then show up. (laughs) Show up as your best you. Um, I wish I could remember who it was, but I listened to a podcast um, quite a while ago. And it talked about your, um, like putting on your, your confidence costume per se. And maybe that's what this jacket is for me. Maybe this is my, you know, confidence costume, you know, showing up as the person you need to be in order to handle that situation as your best you is going to actually help you become your best you. Huh, crazy concept, right? So you are in control of your choices. So be determined to choose wisely. So again, recap, define your best you, discover your best practices, and determine to take control. Now, this isn't a complete and comprehensive list of mood mayhem busters. By no means. I mean, I could have added things about nutrition, vitamin supplements, exercise, your environment, 
and so much more. But the goal here was for you to see the power of your choices over your emotions and what you're absolutely capable of when it comes to busting your mood mayhems when they strike. And listen, I'm working to defeat the moods before they become mayhem <laughs> right there with you. So I encourage you, if you'd like to um, follow the page, um, subscribe to the channel. I will put those links in the show notes of what I mentioned. Hopefully I remember what they are. If not, you can find me at prioritizefocus.com or um, look at that. I would never make a weather person. dinafarrell.com. Um, I'd love to stay connected with you. But the um, the point of the matter is in order to be, you know, the best goal getter that you can be, not only getting the goals, but keeping them, you know, it's so much more than just getting goals, setting goals, you know, first you set the goal. That's awesome. But can you get the goal? And then once you get it, how do you keep it? How do you grow it? How do you um, trade that achieved goal into a milestone that just keeps perpetuating and moving you forward? I hope that this was helpful. I hope that I see you over on the blog, this channel, or wherever it is that we can virtually or in person catch up. Thanks for watching or listening if you're over on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to share it out, by all means, do that on your social media platforms if you'd like. We can stay connected at dinafarrell.com and where you can see the latest updates, blog posts, subscribe to my e-newsletter, or just kind of see what I'm up to. I'd love to connect with you outside of this podcast. Again, thanks for joining me. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and I will see you on the next episode.